I'm Josh Liston from On The Bubble Podcast, an oral history of television fandom, part of the Gunner Geek Network, just like the show you're checking out now. Shows on the network are individually owned and opinions expressed may not reflect others. Find other awesome geeky shows at GunnerGeekNetwork.com. Stand by for a brand new episode of All Things Good and Nerdy. Good morning, everyone, and welcome to episode 385 of the All Things Good and Nerdy podcast. This is recorded live on Sunday, December 15th, 2019. I don't know any significant date, any significance about this date to kill you two, but it's the middle of the month, so we got that going for us. Ten days till Christmas. Ten days till Christmas. I'm Chris. Joining me today, as per normal, my usual co-host, one, Anthony Bachman. You goddamn right, ten days till Christmas. And, of course, one of the Willie Nelsons. (laughs) <laughs> it's a holly jolly christmas it's Happy the best time christmas. of the year all right and that's enough before the fair use please come and get us but uh i thought that's a, a fair u- i thought that was under fair use of everything is it a classical christmas song that no one I don't does think so. isn't old enough to be that i don't know um then Maybe. uh uh Deck the halls with halls. No, no. Is that free? <laughs> Isn't that under the um, uh, public domain? I That's don't, was I don't know, of. and it's a lot easier to not do it versus do it. Check all right, it later all right, I got like, this. Oh, shit. I got this. Jingle bells, jingle no. bells, jingle bells. Oh, what? I'm sorry, Willie. I've already muted you. Fuck you. <laughs> you were unmuted just to cuss at me, though. So there goes your streak of good behavior. I'm not appreciative of this at all. That's right. I just ended your streak. I had it. Oh, well, I should go streaking. Well, you guys heard it here first. Well, he's going to go streaking. So we'll just uh, turn his camera off and put his picture back up. And yeah, definitely. Definitely turn that camera off. I don't know if I go streaking outside right now. I might. uh, I might have a transition happen. (laughs) That turtle. It might just go all the way in. <laughs> that sounds mildly uncomfortable. Sounds like something we don't want to talk about. You know what we do want to talk about? Willie's love of Microsoft's new product they announced at the Game Awards. Willie, tell us how you feel. Um, <laughs> oh, the okay, Xbox 720? The, the no the they still have another dumb name. The, it is the it? Xbox, Xbox Series X. X. Tell us how you feel about it, really. I'm chewing you up. Can they not name the editorial? Why can't they not name things? Nor just normally, just just so that you understand what series this is, like you know how they're going. Xbox 360. It wasn't the best, but it made sense. It was all right. You know, I was okay with that name. Xbox One. I really hated that because that's how I called the Xbox original, the Xbox One. So now you can't call it that no more. And now this Xbox Series X, where are you going from there? I'm curious the next seven years, what are they going to call the next one? Series X1, Series X2, Series X3? No, no. You think they're going to do that? No. No, It'll be the Series X1X. Yeah, I don't understand the naming either. Uh, that's the place where PlayStation's definitely got a leg up. And like, it's just the PlayStation 5. 
Yeah, and uh, I do. Oh, I, what are they going to call it? How about the PlayStation Five? You stupid motherfuckers! Just add a number. It's very simple. <laughs> I was under. I was kind of got the reasoning why they were kind of curious if they were going to call it the PlayStation Four, because apparently in Japan four is like our number thirteen. It's unlucky. It's so it's kind of like it kind of is, is centered around death, kind of. So they, but so I was a little. So it was understanding whether they're going to call it so, the PlayStation Four. Because of superstitions. My, my question is, do they have fourth floors in Japan? I don't know. I don't know if they go we that have far. Buildings that don't have thirteen floors because some people are that superstitious. Yeah, I don't get it either. It'd be even funnier if like a five story building didn't have a fourth floor. <laughs> but they call it superstition and they still call it the PlayStation 4 because it made sense. And it made money. Even the upgrade is the PlayStation 4 Pro. Pro. Yeah. Instead of the Xbox One X. What? S. Oh, no, no. The S is the, uh, is that the regular version of it? Chris, there was help an me S out. version that came out after the original Xbox One. Wasn't that just like the like the slim model? I think so. I th- oh, I, I thought that was the upgraded one. No, 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 the Xbox One X was the upgraded one. Oh God, that's even worse <laughs> because it's spelled out Xbox. Xbox. Yeah, the that's X- the one that's your favorite. Now I remember. That being said, though, I don't think anyone really expected a reveal of uh, Microsoft's new console, both what it looks like and uh, the naming of it at the Game Awards. Now, Willie and I, neither of us have watched the Game Awards yet. I kind of perused through to see what won and see some announcements like, you know, a new Wolf Among Us, which I wasn't expecting since Telltale doesn't exist anymore. I I was hoping for something like that until they went under. I was like, oh, no, no Wolf Among Us 2 because I really enjoyed that game. But Willie's right. The new Xbox is essentially a PC. And if you look at the form factor they made for it, it's basically a PC. I'm not sure how many existing entertainment centers it's going to fit in. It's basically a small college fridge is what the fuck it is. It's not that big, dude. That's what it looks like. That's because you don't have <laughs> it in comparison to other stuff. I mean, it's not that big. It's like two times taller than the current one. I think they said something like that. Uh, what was more interesting to me was they realized the fact that, hey, this controller is actually pretty damn good, except people don't like the D-pad. So let's take the D-pad we were using on the Elite Series controllers and put it on this new controller, and then let's add a share button in the middle of it. And other than that, we're going to leave the controller the hell alone smart move because i like the xbox one controller a lot as it is now since we're talking about this and uh, what do you think about the design of the actual case the, the box xbox itself, itself? Yeah. yeah i like if the they fact wanted to make the a... green lights at the top that's kind of cool uh-huh. if they wanted to make a pc just make a pc that's all because it seems like that's what they really want to do well it's what it? they it's what they've been doing since basically the PS4 and the Xbox One came out. They're just PCs inside a console box. Right. They're just well, limited yeah, to their specific software set. But, I mean, there's a reason that people can hack into their PS4 and actually alter a video game they're playing and, you know, like, cheat online. It's because they're not hacking a console anymore, like breaking into a Nintendo. They're just hacking a computer. Remember, Microsoft's big play here is kind of a games as a service kind of thing and you can play it on a variety of platforms be it pc be it their cloud setup be it the new xbox series x or even like the older gen xbox because like they've made a point of saying halo is coming out for xbox not specifying only one specific one it's going to be available on all of them is how it reads plus here's the other thing if you stop making the xbox and you just make the pc games 
there are people that will stop buying your games because they consider themselves console players and they won't buy a PC and vice versa. If Xbox was to just be Microsoft's not going to put anything out on PC, it's just going to be Xbox games and they were going to regulate themselves to that. They're cutting themselves out of half the market that Microsoft's going for. They would rather make a PC game and an Xbox game, even if it's the exact same software package it twice and sell it to two different markets of people. I think it just it opens more doors for things. And what's kind of interesting, what they've announced on Series X so far, is it's 100% backwards compatible with previous Xbox games. If you have a game you love on your Xbox One, you want to play on the new one, pop the disc in, you're good to go. One of the backwards compatible Xbox original games, pop it in, you're good to go. That's kind of intriguing. And some of the stuff they were talking about is uh, if you follow, are you guys familiar with who Phil Spencer is before I go down this path? Yes. Yeah, he heads up the Xbox division at Microsoft. He's the big boss. And he made a point of talking about the fact that there were a bunch of folks at Microsoft who currently had Project Scarlet, as it was called then, at home. Mm -hmm. And they were playing on the Project Scarlet boxes existing games. So, like, they would be, like, for instance, Phil Spencer plays a lot of Destiny 2 and Destiny. He was playing Destiny on his new Xbox that was backwards compatible and hooked into the network, playing with everyone who's on traditional Xboxes playing destiny so that was kind of cool and it's kind of an interesting tech demo from that perspective big look i can take the next gen hardware everything works fine with what's out there right now even this version it's still very rough we're still a year away from releasing i've got it in my house i'm playing games with you guys right now and i say with you guys because it's legit people have gone and said oh i'm gonna send phil spencer an invite and see if he wants to play destiny with me and he's then logged in and he's then accepted invites and played destiny with gamers on xbox live before because why not? It's, mm. it's kind of entertaining. Uh, you said backwards compatible with all previous Xbox games? That is what games? they have said, is it is backwards compatible with all Xbox games. So it's not going to be like this, we're going to be releasing certain games, and then later on we're going to be releasing more games well, my assumption, that it works with? My assumption is they're spinning it more to the effect that all of the Xbox One games will work. Everything they've already done backwards compatible revisions on will work. And they made a point of saying the backwards compatible team had stopped releasing stuff for a while, but they didn't say they were stopping doing work. So the team that was doing all those backwards compatible releases is probably still working stuff behind the scenes is what a lot of the theories are. So that when this goes live, they flip a switch and make, yeah, here's all the games that are playable on the new Xbox. Well, I remember that being a rumor that that was going to be a feature on both of the next gen systems, but that they were going to be fully uh, backwards compatible. The problem no, 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 yeah, it was the cell it was processor. advanced, but it was also kind of unique, and that's the problem is being unique. Yeah. Um, and also with how big that Xbox looks, the whole case and everything, can't they just fit original Xbox in there and a 360? <laughs> Probably not, because I wager there's space in there for a thermal overhead, so that it doesn't all heat up and melt down. Yeah, because oh, yeah, Xbox the giant- is known for not having those problems. 
Yeah, the giant bricks that are Xboxes that look like, you know, especially like the OG ones that look like 1980s VCRs. Yeah, those things got hot as fuck. Compare that to what you have with the current gen Xboxes out there, and they removed the power bricks off of the backside of them, and they've made finally streamlined. Yeah, it's been that way since the white Xbox came out. The Xbox original? Well, the and the Xbox One generation. When they got rid of the first one, looked like the VCR, and then upgraded to the S model. That's when they put the integrated power supply in. So even on this current generation, they still had a power block. The very in the first the release board. did, yes. Uh, well, hmm. that was to take heat and not have it in the console itself. You know, the problem you know, they had with the Xbox 360 where they would sometimes brick themselves if they overheated. They removed yeah. that problem by moving the power supply out. You know who figured that shit out a long time ago? PlayStation, because they've never had a power block. What what does it really matter to my gaming ability as a gamer if the power supply brick is integrated with my console or not? Now, just because you never have a problem with it, just imagine like people just trying to like you know have a nice setup, you know, good looking thing, you know, their cords are all managed and everything. And there's a giant ass cord that goes off the brick into the wall, and a giant ass cord off the back of the brick that goes into the Xbox. That argument's weak, and it's just an intent attempt to be like Xbox sucks because they have a brick. What? Who cares? No, I'm just saying it's <laughs> ugly. And they, oh, they I hate it. I have to figure it out. Where it's un, it's just like it's not necessary. Is what Nobody I'm saying. Nobody gives a fuck what the cords behind your fucking screen look like. Nobody. Nobody <laughs> gives a fuck me. in the world. Mine looks ugly as hell. No matter what I do, I don't know how people <laughs> do it. So the exact quote that I was trying to find here in behind doors closed meetings E3 2019, Microsoft's Dan McCulloch confirmed to games radar saying all of your current games will be forward compatible to play on scarlet and will look the best on scarlet so everything that is currently backwards compatible as it is now will play on the new um, xbox and hold, on, we'll have hold on hold on, on the, yes and apparently it'll have upresing. don't yes. call it scarlet no more that's that's what it was at the time that's so the quote is accurate as of that time because he made that all right at E3. Well, well, the nah. quote needs to be fixed because it's not no the, the quote scarlet remains anymore. the same because it comes from e3 yeah. It's from the past. It doesn't change the past. Fair. It's about ethics in games journalism, Willie. Which we know there are none. (laughs) (laughs) Well, there's some in what Chris just reported because at the time it was called Scarlet. And they also did report that your uh, current peripherals will all work with the new Xbox. So if you really love your custom Xbox One controller you've had made for you, you can use that on Project Scarlet or as they're calling it now, the Series X. It also That's means nice. the adaptive controller they put out that is really cool when it comes to disabled gaming will also work with projects, uh, excuse me, Series X when it releases. So mm. there's some cool stuff there. We're so early on, it doesn't even really matter. It's more just, okay, they did a name drop. It doesn't really matter a ton. Let's see what Sony and Microsoft are going to announce over the next year. Because really what it comes down to is the hardware is roughly equivalent between them. The service is roughly equivalent. It's the games that drive where you're going to go. And in all honesty, my back catalog is so big right now, I'm in no rush to upgrade. So it'll, I'm just curious yeah, to see what happens. With that. And let's be honest, I've talked about it on this show before. I play my Switch more than I play either of my other consoles right now. Well, here's a question. Has Quest. Xbox talked about their new um, controller dogs? I know Sony has put out some things. They talked and about it a little bit after the reveal here. I mean, Is like, there anything new besides that one button? Not that I can tell. And they redid okay. the D-pad. Yeah. Because the D-pad's you- always been a complaint. When you said they say, redid the D-pad, what did they do to it? They changed the internals on it, and they changed it so that the layout is more analogous to what you've seen with the Pro Controller. Um, mm-hmm. I'm going to see if I can find a picture of it real quick. 
Because like, the say pictures the, I'm finding, it looks basically just like a black version of the Xbox controller I remember from the 360. I mean, I've, let's I've just say the best play, D-pad. I've still yet to play an Xbox One or One X, so I've only played the last thing I played on was a 360, and that controller basically looks like a black version of the controller I had for the 360. It's very so. close. They stretch, they tweaked and moved a few things. It's more comfortable than the 360 controller, I think. So it's, it's more like slight ergonomic control or changes instead of like a giant massive change. Right. So here, according from their press release, they say the controllers, quote, size and shape have been refined to accommodate an even wider range of people, slightly smaller than before. The biggest new feature is a PS4 style dedicated share button, which should simplify the experience when uploading screenshots and video clips. The D-pad has also been mm. redesigned, moving from a cross shape to a circle style reminiscent of the Elite's controller. Oh, I see. Yeah, it's got the the back bevel on it. Yeah, to where versus it's not just having just, like the four yeah. way on it. You've kind of got the. Yeah, it's and, not just the old school Nintendo D pad. It's the full circle that has the 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 ninety degrees and the one yep. eighties as well. Yep. Okay, that makes sense. That's the one I use. Right, I have with the Elite controller because I got it for dirt cheap, and that's the D pad I use on mine. And it's actually pretty nice. It gets you around the fact that the traditional D pad kind of sucks. I will say the best D-pad on any system has to be on the Vita. That thing felt just felt good. Felt like butter. Pretty solid on the Switch Pro controller too, I think. Oh yeah, I have no yeah. problems with that one. So Willie, did do you feel like you've gotten a chance to hate on the Xbox enough, or do you need some more time <laughs> to hate? Uh, I think we all have agreed the name is stupid. Yes, I can I've been saying. Ever since the contr- ever since the console after the 360 wasn't the 720, they're just fucking up. They could have just done a series of fucking revolutions. It could have been the 360, the 720, the 1080. Like every skateboarder in the world would have lost their mind, and it would have made total mathematical sense. Yeah, I was gonna say it worked easy, for Tony Hawk. Yeah, I was it would have been Tony Hawk would be the new spokesman. <laughs> yeah, and it would have been an easy progression that would have made sense if people would came up with. Where when we have conversations like this, we wouldn't have the trouble of saying, well, no, on the Xbox One, no, I don't mean the Xbox One, I mean the original Xbox. We wouldn't have that trouble. Yeah, I'll, I'll, it's the one thing that Sony's kicked their ass at since the beginning. PS1, yes. PS2, like, instead PS3. Of, I know what they were going it's for. simple. <laughs> I understand what they were going for. They were going, instead of calling the Xbox One, they should have called it the Xbox All, because they were going yes. for All in One. They should just yeah. call it the Xbox All, which that would have made sense. It was supposed I been to be all right with that. It was supposed to be the one device you needed to or do hell, everything. The Xbox AIO All in One. That would have been a good original name. That would have been better than Xbox One. <laughs> you can't call your third system the One. That just don't make no damn sense. Silly, silly bastards. I will say I like the appearance of the Xbox Series X more than I like the PS5 dev kits we've seen photos of. That looks freaking weird. Well, those dev kits and also those mock-ups you've seen that have the Let's Go Digital, I think, on it or something. There's those a are all just going around, but yes. Yeah, usually the one you see, those are just, you know, mock-ups. Uh, they're not the final thing. We don't know what the final thing it looks like. It could, if it comes out and it looks like that, yeah, it's a pretty dumb-looking thing. Well, I'd see the final product to, you know, give an opinion. That makes sense to you? Yeah, no, no, it makes sense to me. Yeah, that's not a good design. Because no. it looks like it has vents on the inside, like all around the little V-shape inside cut out. And oh, if those vents I see are the one blowing out air, about. wouldn't they just be blowing them at each other? 
Unless they're slightly tilted to blow yeah. up. Again, I don't know that's necessarily how it's going to look. I just hope they don't go for some radically weird looking console. Just to be like, look how weird we are. This is awesome. I'm going to be like, yeah, but I'll never notice it because it's in my entertainment center that I never look in unless I'm putting a disc in. Well, yeah. they usually don't do that. They they have some weird mock-ups usually, but then they just go on for normal kind of looking things. Yeah. PS3, I think, is the wildest looking one originally. Yeah, because yeah, so, they, they've had a couple mock-ups that looked insane. It'll be interesting regardless of what they do. It's just... We're in the very early stages now of the upcoming next console war generation or whatnot, but I'm going to play my Switch. Can we all have a memory of the original, like when they first debuted the PlayStation 3, the controller they had beside it? Was that the boomerang one? The boomerang yeah, one. That oh, that thing looked so fucking ridiculous. And you know what? I actually had one of those for the PS1. It was like a Mad Cats or yep. something design. It, I had, it was like the bat. I always thought it was like, it was like a, the bat plane or whatever mm-hmm. i was like yeah look woo that looked like it weighed six pounds uh, that one wasn't that bad because it didn't have any rumble feature in it <laughs> i'm curious about this haptic feedback on the controller on the on the buttons though that's what i'm most curious about for the playstation 5 that's yeah. what i'm just going to call it because that's probably what's going to be called yeah, oh that is definitely what it's going to be called i don't know yeah it's interesting nonetheless i'm sure we'll be talking more and more about it as we get closer to the next round of consoles. But until then, we're going to roll on in and do Whoa, oh, oh, don't, don't press that button yet. I have oh, a, I have okay. a, I do have a, um, an update uh, from last week. Killing my segue. A, a mistake I made last week. I have to fix it. it. I have to fix it. I'm sorry, Chris. I am very apologetic. Last week, I said a crush of the week um, was Kristen Wig. I mistakenly thought that was someone different <laughs> from uh, Ghostbusters and Saturday Night Live. I thought it was someone else. You thought I was talking about Kate McKinnon? Is that that's who I was thinking of. That's who, because I don't, names are not that good. But, but yeah, that's who I thought, because I'm oddly attracted to her. Uh, I don't know what it is. I think everybody in the world is oddly attracted to Kate McKinnon. Really? Yeah, there's something about that woman. Oh, yeah. So uh, even the way she acts, she's funny. She's my favorite part of the Ghostbusters movie. And she's most people's favorite part of the 2016 Ghostbusters, I believe. She's funny, and not, but not overly dumb like chris hemsworth was this character was that he didn't write that part someone else wrote it for him so i can't be angry at it is it (laughs) i thought they just gained a lot of weight (laughs) and played and and talk shit to noob killer uh noob killer 69 69 yeah no, How'd nobody get the 69 in there. Nobody plays Fortnite. <laughs> Dude, that game's you, a loser. Yeah, nobody plays Fortnite. That's why Epic's yep. making money hand over fist on it. That game's a loser. Yeah. Yeah, and um, I told you, I met one person. Well, I met, I do know a few people that work for Epic because uh, I have some friends in Raleigh and Cary where their home base is, is right outside of Cary. Only one person I met, he was kind of a jerk about it, but at a party. First and only time I ever met the guy. Just not that nice of a person. Maybe he's just tired of the joke I was saying, which is understandable. But I mean, you could have more class about you know putting someone down <laughs> with that joke. I don't even remember his name. Live ATG and Studios on the internet. It's the news of the week. This is what happens when Willie kills my segue. You just get a random button push, and it's news of the week. At button least push. I felt bad about it. 
I am sorry about it. No worries. This is the part of the show where we talk about what was in our minds, some of the most interesting geeky and or nerdy news to have popped up in the past week after we get our initial discussion about the Xbox out of the way. And we're going to open with my news because I don't know about you guys. I, I like I like making fun of Apple stuff and Apple products from time to time. What about you guys? Do you guys like making fun of Apple stuff? Yes, because most of the people who are all Apple are pretty elitist. True. Yeah. So you guys do know they're putting out a new PC, their newest version of the Mac Pro, I believe is either out this week or shortly. And the pricing's come out. Mm, and if you yeah, fully spec one out, it's pretty damn expensive. Did you guys see how expensive the fully spec MacBook? Uh, yeah, Mac but Pro I also is? saw the stats on the fully spec and the full the the full what is it the full RAM loadout is a bit utterly fucking ridiculous unless you're launching a rover to Mars. Well, let's also <laughs> for clarification, the highest end product or the highest spec'd out version of the Mac Pro is not for your generic consumer. It's more for no. like your uh, 3D effects shops, workstations are doing a lot of heavy rendering stuff like that. But yes, you could find out what is the high price tag for the new Mac Pro. If you want to max one out all the way, Willie, it's only $52,600. I'm sorry, one more time? $52,600 for a fully specced out Mac Pro. Excuse me while I go have this hard attack right quick. <laughs> Is it, isn't it something ridiculous like 8 terabytes of RAM? It's like some ungodly so number. I, I do have some specs for you. Here, here is okay. a breakdown I got off of CBS <laughs> News. It is $5,999 for the Mac Pro Tower. It is $7,000 upgrade for a 2.5 gigahertz 28 core Intel Xeon W processor that turbo boosts up to 4.4 gigahertz. Damn, you we're can, up to 28 cores. Holy shit. You can shit. pay $25,000 for 1.4 terabytes of DDD4 ECC memory, is. it is 12 128 gigabyte slot uh, cards that are basically being used up. $10,800 for graphics cards that get you two Radeon Pro Vega 2 Duos with 2 times 32 gigs of HBM2 memory each. You can pay $1,400 for 4 terabytes of solid state storage. $2,000 for an Apple Afterburner card. Oh, and $400 for wheels. Well, well, hold on a second. What the hell's an Afterburner card? <laughs> I'm not quite sure what the Afterburner card is. I would have to go and look because I'm not full. Nobody spot. knows what half the shit on that list is. It's just expensive, and but, so some people want it. $400 for wheels. Wheels. <laughs> $100 a wheel. Per wheel. Wait, wait. Per wheel. This is a MacBook, so this is a no, laptop. No, this is a Mac Pro. No, this, this is, is their the new desktop. Oh, yeah, this is the tower. Oh. This wheels so that you can move it around easily yeah. in your workstation. But here's something to keep in mind. All of this that you get for $52,000, $52,600 does not include a monitor. So if you yeah. want to buy Apple's new pro display XDR <laughs> monitor, as they call it with standard <laughs> glass, that's another $4,999. But if you Christ. want to spring for the fancier display with what they call nano texture glass, I don't even know what that is. I'd have to go and look. That is five thousand nine hundred ninety nine dollars, and realistically, with these book with these uh, workstations, you can probably drive more than one monitor. So you might want two monitors. So we're talking another ten grand in monitors, probably. And also, <laughs> with almost two forget. terabytes of RAM, the fucker should be able to drive a swordfish setup with nine <laughs> monitors. And also, don't forget. I think I heard a year ago. I think it's with the current whatever they're going or last year, whatever they. You could. There's also a thousand dollar stand you could get for the damn thing too, 
for the monitor. <laughs> yes, that was with last version round of monitors. Is a there was thousand dollars stand? stand. Yeah, I don't remember if it was a thousand. But it was. Oh, uh, it was a thousand. Not cheap, and it does look sort of like a, a cheese grater, as they've put it. So people are now trying to grate cheese on their Mac Pros on YouTube. I saw. Yeah, it does look like a cheese grater. It's I heard they also says a terrible grater. Yeah, it does not work very well as a grater. Originally, the estimates this year were thought it would be forty five thousand dollars max for the top end Mac Pro, and no, we're up to fifty eight thousand six hundred fifty two thousand six hundred. And if you assume you're buying a display, fifty eight thousand. $600. Let's bear in mind, like I said, we are not the targets of this product. If one, some of us who's just a no. podcast or hobby podcast is like, I'm buying a Mac Pro to podcast on, we would make fun of you because it's complete overkill. You don't need anything that powerful. I would be more curious, and I don't have the knowledge to know how good this is for 3D effects work and stuff like that. Like if you're someone who, say, worked for Corridor Digital, which is someone we've talked about on here before, Willie, who yeah, yeah. do those cool YouTube videos and stuff like that. For $58,000, is this a good rig for them? That's what I'd be curious to know. And I'm sure they'll probably put something out because this is hot right now, video-wise, about whether that would work in their setup or why it is or isn't cost-effective. Yeah, this would be like someone that works at Weta that wants to have the same setup at home. <laughs> right. And go home and render full CGI shots for a movie in their off time. So I had to go back and look what the Apple Afterburner... Apple Afterburner Accelerator card is. It is for Mac Pro 2019. It accelerates decoding and playback of multiple streams of ProRes and ProRes RAW video files. So basically it's to help with transcoding and things like that. Mm -hmm. I guess if that's one of the formats you deal in, it would be good. So I originally brought this story up to kind of mock a little bit, but then now it's kind of devolved into the hardware is impressive. I just don't know if it's good for what it is, because it's not an industry I'm in. I know I have the sticker shock look when I go $52,000 on a new computer. I'm yeah. like, holy crap, that's more than my car is worth. That's more than a lot of people's homes are worth. That's more than a lot of people's yearly incomes is $52,000. Yeah, that's, I don't make that that's in a year. insane. <laughs> yeah, it's all kinds of insane. But yeah, I mean, that, that would be like someone doing high-end video editing all day long. Something like that. Because, yeah, that's... That amount of RAM is the because isn't it like five grand is for the RAM twenty five or twenty five grand yeah so half the price of it is the RAM because nobody in the world uses that much RAM for one computer like and, it's insane and I guess my other <laughs> question would be is if you were wanting to get one of these for video production work and stuff how many people are actually maxing these out to their full capacity I mean how many people are like oh my god I need the fifty two thousand dollar version of this computer I don't think anybody. <laughs> I mean, if, if you're working for one of the big studios that has a boatload of money, it kind of makes sense just to max spec it out because then it lengthens your upgrade window. You're putting more time in before the next upgrade, theoretically. But I, I don't know. It was more interesting to me. I wanted to share so we could have some yucks at first and then kind of realize maybe it's not so bad and say, hey, if anyone watching live, you're involved in like the uh, 3D effects or visual effects side of the house or side of the world, let us know if this is actually good for the kind of work you'd be doing if it's something that would be useful for you because we're, from our perspective we're just a bunch of folks who use like computers that cost one fiftieth of that cost yeah uh, <laughs> all, all i know is fractions that, here yeah yeah we're in fractions here. all i know is that at this point the 200 some odd dollar ipod touch that i got stops keeps not or yeah my ipod keeps fucking stopping episodes while i'm listening to them 
and then marking that episode as not downloaded and unlistenable to while I'm at work. So I'm sure as fuck not dropping 50 grand on a computer from the same people that can't get an iPod to play a podcast. <laughs> it's literally the tech they invented, and that shit still don't work. Well, I'm so happy you guys have opened up my eyes to this because I already had a pre-order down. <laughs> uh, from what you told me, I don't need this. Yeah, you should. So I, I'm, 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 I'm done with that pre-order. It's, it's, it's canceled. In fact, you me to uh, press that button. Done for Willie's my joy. Go pump. pre-order a Tesla instead because you can get a Tesla for the same cost. No, I'm getting that truck. Two. You're getting I'm the getting truck. You're getting the Cybertruck. Oh, yeah, the Cybertruck. Why not? Yeah, the 1984. People Cybertruck? are gonna love you in North Carolina in a Cybertruck. Oh yeah, you're gonna get manure thrown at you. Yeah, you're gonna get a lot of people. And you're gonna deserve it. Choice. And you're gonna deserve it. Why am I going to deserve it? Because that truck is the dumbest fucking thing on wheels. <laughs> it's Look how popular it is, though. That doesn't make it good. We had this argument with Transformers. Just because something's popular, don't make it good. All right, Mr. Gobot. Uh-huh. So so the argument you could make on the I Tesla Cybertruck is... I meant the movies, is, jackass. Those pre-orders for Cybertruck, while they're impressive on paper, here's something to remember. It's $100, and it's fully refundable. So really, it's people reserving their price, yeah. their place in line until they decide whether they truly want it or not. So from a marketing standpoint, it's brilliant because they'd be like, we got X number of pre-orders. We've raised so much money. The real question is two years from now, how many people have asked for a refund or have cashed out on their pre-orders? That will be the interesting thing. Yeah. But, and I mentioned that on the Gunna Geek show like three, four weeks ago. And that then got turned into me being a Tesla hater. And I'm like, does people, does no one follow my feeds or anything where I'm actually marginally or relatively impressed by it and wanted to buy a Tesla for a while? All of a sudden I'm a hater because I'm like, well, this is a great marketing gimmick they just did there. I was like, okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, people just uh, people throw around titles all the time, like PlayStation fanboy, whenever they want. <laughs> you, oh, you know, here he goes. You know what title <laughs> I'm going to throw around, Willie? Pornhub console traffic expert, Willie D. Nelson. Is that a segue? That is a segue. That is a segue to and my news. Give you time week. to kill it either. Well, I mean, I, I don't do it for every segue he does. <laughs> <laughs> So uh, my news of the week is uh, Pornhub has put out some uh, interesting little informational tidbits for you. Pretty much the traffic by game console, uh, pretty much pie chart, if you will. Uh, so I sent you all you guys um, uh, in the image of it, of the pie chart. Uh, surprisingly, we're starting from the bottom. Very surprising because I didn't know you could look at Pornhub from this device the nintendo 3ds which is at currently at 0.4 percent of this whole pie chart i didn't know you could look at pornhub through a nintendo 3ds could you look at it in 3d i wonder so some tells me that's got to be a cracked version of the 3ds where they're accessing full internet and looking at pornhub there's a purchasable browser on it from what i recall mm-hmm. is there yep mm. And then continuing on, the next up is, let's stick with Nintendo, the Nintendo Wii U at 4.3% of Pornhub traffic. (laughs) And let's just jump over next to the PlayStation family line. The PlayStation Vita is actually at 9.1%. The interesting thing about the Vita, it is actually up from last year by 23%. So apparently, Vita owners... Got a little lonely in this current year. That just happened. <laughs> uh, maybe that's because there's no new Vita games coming out, so they're like, "Well, I'll just watch porn." I mean, but to tell you the <laughs> truth, the 
Vita owners are fucking hardcore about the Vita. Not even going to lie. They they purposely go out and buy physical versions of games still. Like, if you look at the uh, the Vita subreddit, it is crazy out there. But um, mm-hmm. Some people stick with something once they love it. And now we're going to get up to the big boys. Uh, next up is at 34.7% of this pie, the Xbox. Now, it doesn't specify Xbox One, but I'm guessing that's what it is. And not, not including the Xbox 360 is what I'm guessing. And uh, they're up 5.3% from last year. So, yay. <laughs> and then next up, it just says PlayStation, but I'm sure they just mean PlayStation 4. I guess I get the word PlayStation 3. I don't, I have no idea because it doesn't specify. But PlayStation at 51.5% of all game console Pornhub traffic. So it pretty much means there's a 50 50 chance if you're looking at Pornhub on a game console, it's from a PlayStation device. Actually, if you throw in the Vita, then you're over 60%. Yeah, I was going to say, with the Vita, it's 60% chance that you're watching it on a PlayStation device. Now, so, uh, Sony makes devices to watch porn, is what you're saying. Uh, I have done so, too, trust me. <laughs> uh, yeah, then you can go right onto the browser and just go to Pornhub.com. But why would you when you can go to XNXX.com? They're not paying, Willie. Uh, if you want to see yeah. this stuff for yourself, it's actually on... Pornhub's website, I think, at pornhub.com slash insights. I was trying to pull up the specific graphic to try and screen share it, which I was having issues with. It was like halfway through this giant article. They have insights on all sorts of stuff based off their year yep. in review. Yeah, the Wii U is down 5.6%. Per- 5. And PlayStation is actually down 5.2%. So this 51.5% is it's down. <laughs> <laughs> And they're still the giant. <laughs> they still they even have a breakdown here of like traffic by web browser and stuff like that. Lots of Ooh. people on Chrome like Pornhub. Uh, well, people just use Chrome anyway. Fifty six point two percent of their traffic is on Chrome for browsers. I'm guessing next up is going to be Firefox. Next up is Firefox at nine point seven percent, and then then Safari. Uh, it is Edge at ten point. No, excuse me, Edge is, is second Edge? place. That's the new Microsoft the Edge? browser. Edge That's is the, the replacement, replacement for Internet Explorer. Yeah. I thought that was still a thing. No, excuse me. So I misspoke. It's Chrome number one, Edge number two, Firefox number three, Internet Explorer number five, and Safari number four. Oh, all right. Mm. It is up 23% tra- uh, traffic for Opera this year and up 9% for Edge. I remember Opera being the web browser for the Wii. Yes. They, they had a smartphone that rocked that for a while. Traffic by mobile OS versions for the versions of Android and Apple OS. Yeah. Fancy. Fancy. Uh, 48% Jinx, of Android users are using <laughs> Android Pie to access Pornhub. That, I never... What? Uh-huh. Really? 48% of their Android traffic is Android Pie. Oh, Android Pie. I was thinking Raspberry Pi. No, no. Sorry. Android Pi. I misheard. And then uh, thir- uh, 71% of iOS users are using iOS 13 to access Pornhub. These are the so, safe for work insights that we can offer you guys. There's even more, like most search for celebrities, it appears here. Most search for movie and TV characters. 
Uh, ooh, Avengers ooh. is at the top of the list, up to 31% in popularity. Well, if you remember, I uh, forget how long ago it was. I did look it up. I think that's how I found that weird Pikachu one, remember? Yeah, Yeah, because you were looking for the Avengers one, right? Yeah, I was like, is that? I remember that being a thing. I remember it being like a premium. You have to buy it or something. Oh, here you go. <laughs> I was like, I was looking up. I was like, is it? Oh, it's free. Willie, most searched for video games on Pornhub. What do you think is number one? Pokemon. Uh, no, 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 no. Pokemon's uh, number three. I'm three. thinking. I'm thinking. Video. Neo is pretty good, but I'm not. I don't want to go with that one. Overwatch. Overwatch is number one. Yes. I had to get there. <laughs> number two is Fortnite. Number three, Pokemon. Number four, Minecraft. And number five, Apex Legends. So it's, everybody wants to fuck Tracer. Yes. Have you not Would seen be my ass? guess? Grass <laughs> was edited and they still want it. <laughs> remember people are having problems like, why is yeah. sick it? But okay, this- let's be fair here. The Pokemon one. Everyone just wants Misty. We're only sticking with Generation One. That's all we're doing. <laughs> there's an there's a statement here on their insights page. It says in October, Fortnite gameplay servers shut down, which then caused an increase in Fortnite searches on Pornhub. <laughs> so people had to get their Fortnite fix in. So if they couldn't play Fortnite, they would go jack off to Fortnite. Wow! Evidently. All right. They then also have a graphic on Apex Legends versus Fortnite searches. <laughs> well, to be to be fair here, no pageantry. I said no pageantry. Yeah. I don't care what you I've said. I've been trying not to say that. I've been to trying be not to say that sentence, but yeah. But um, yeah. Fortnite. Why do you think most of them don't use voice chat? Because they're bit too busy masturbating at the same time. <laughs> okay, so here you go. Apparently. Here is their 2019 year interview. Most searched for video game characters and the number of searches. Oh boy, guys, who do you think is number Uh-oh. one in the most searched Winston for? Winston from Overwatch. Everyone wants to get that funky <laughs> monkey. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's got to be Tracer. Uh, Tracer hey, isn't even Overwatch. the top Overwatch character on there. May. May, May is not the is top May. Overwatch character. Bull. Wait, is she, is she on there though? She is she a Mercy? Is, like, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Is it Mercy? May is eighth. Mercy is seventh. What the? How many, the how many Overwatch characters are on here? Can I get that? In the top 10? Uh, yeah. Oh, God. I got to count real quick. One second. One, two, three. Wait. Four, is it, five. It's not Soldier, is it? It is not Soldier. I'm thinking Widow. It is not Widow. Oof. Haven't we uh, named uh, all the female characters so far? No. no hell no. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think Pharaoh is going to be up there. Um, don't see that on here. Uh, Orissa? I don't. Do not see that on there. That'd be like That's a mix the of hentai. bestiality, since it's, she's got four legs. <laughs> well, no, no, no. It'd be no. She's still a machine. Yeah, but it's still uh, she's still got four legs. Uh, it's a mix of like technology porn and bestiality so, porn all so rolled into one. So this Overwatch character Reap. had four point four three million searches in twenty nineteen, up a hundred and two percent popularity. Is it Reinhardt? It is not Reinhardt. Oh, so can I ask a question here? Yes. You can say no to the to the question. Um. Is it an original character or is it part of the like pre, uh, you know after the game release? Is I think like it's one an original DLC. character. I, I don't know enough about Overwatch to be able to tell you. In all honesty, is it male or female? Uh, female. Who, who the fuck have we missed? I made all of them when I did that wrestling game. So, so you guys just want me to <laughs> give, give you the answer. 
Yeah, because I haven't played fucking. I haven't played Overwatch in over a year. Yeah, go ahead, give me the answer. It's Diva. Oh, oh, that yeah. is creepy. <laughs> well, I mean, that's the whole design of that. Was she character. seventeen or nineteen? I, can't I don't remember. know, but that's who the number Let's one go Overwatch with character is. Let's go with nineteen because that makes it legal in this country. <laughs> yeah, I should have known that. I should have. You known guys that. did not figure out who the number one most searched for video game character on Pornhub was in twenty. Laura Croft. No, we did. Laura Croft is number two, so very <laughs> close. Very close. It would have been funny if it was Reinhardt though, because he was all about putting the hammer down. <laughs> do you do you guys want a hint as to what console you find this character on? Yes. Male or female? It is female. Female in console. So it's exclusive. It is a console exclusive character. It what was the first game exclusive? The game has I'm always been console exclusive. Okay, so it's not Bayonetta. It is not Bayonetta. Because her clothes are her hair. Yes. <laughs> the um, most searched for video game Nintendo. character in 2019 is on Nintendo. Is it Misty? Like it I is, mentioned before. It is not Misty. She is no, on the list, No, it's um, the, 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 the Bowser Peach or the ghost mix version Bowsette. of Bowsette. Bowsette's it's number not... five on the list. One, two, three, oh, four, wow. five. Bowsette was number five with 3.3 million on searches. Con- a 174% decrease in 2018 popularity. Samus was not on the list. It's just oh, straight see. up Peach. It's just old school classic no. Princess nope. Peach. It's not Princess Peach. Peach. I don't uh, even I don't see know. her on the list. Uh, and, uh, interestingly gets. enough, when you get on the list, Willie, Pikachu is actually one spot ahead of Misty. <laughs> Bullshit. <laughs> oh, that's so creepy. I don't then they need to watch that one I seen. The girl that Pikachu mask. It must be for the it must be for the porn parody because there is a three hundred and seventy two percent increase in Pikachu this year. That yeah, that would be so why. It's gotta be for the parody porn. Oh, that's so creepy. And remember I have a curated curated list on my uh, YouTube that you can look at all those. You guys, I don't know how you just want me to tell you who the number one most searched yeah, for video tell game me. Yeah, Number one that. is Zelda. Zelda. Really? Yep. Princess I'm Zelda, really? 5.6 million searches in 2019, up 138%. Look That's at me. That's just weird. Look at me. <laughs> I am very disappointed in you horny bastards. <laughs> Zelda, really? <laughs> boo. Get some class. <laughs> boo. Uh, so, Willie says boo. So here, here's some the list. excitement in your life. Here's the list I'll read through for a bit. Zelda, Lara Croft, Diva, Super Mario, Bowsette, Mercy, May, Ada Wong, Ash, Brigitte, Calamity, Pikachu, Misty, Bowser, Katana, Argonian, Wraith, Aqua, Jade, Nina, Kami, uh, Chun-Li, Sonya Blade, Andromeda, Claire Redfield, and Maya from Borderlands. Now, you said Calamity. Do you mean Calamity Ganon? Uh, I gotta find where that was on there. Or did I... So, Wraith is the only Apex that made it in the top 20? It's what it looks like on here, yes. Maybe I meant to say that's a good choice. It just came out wrong. I can't find it now. But, uh... No, Calamity hmm. from Fortnite, excuse me. Oh, I don't know Calamity what that is. Fortnite. Events causing traffic increases and decreases. That's hilarious. Yeah, the Fortnite shutdown. <laughs> There's some Give all those lonely stuff. nerds nothing to do but jerk off a Pornhub. The polar vortex that went through January 30th through 31st, it shows how much uh, Pornhub traffic increased in the states most impacted. <laughs> Michigan traffic was up 22% to Pornhub while during the polar vortex. 
I love some of the stats they put out. Traffic changed during March 13th. Facebook and Instagram outage. <laughs> it spiked wow. up 10% at one point and then up to 19% at one point. <laughs> they had a 20% increase because Facebook was down. Yeah. That's you guys insane. remember? I don't know if they did this year too. You might can tell me, Chris, as you're scrolling through. But I remember one they they search the the most searched thing by state. I think a bunch of them was yeah. incest. Oh. That was like a lot of states started searching incest. I mean, because all obviously all of it's fake incest, so it's not really that gross. There's all sorts of trends here, some of which are not actually dirty things, just interesting. Then it gets in like the top searches of 2019 in the United States, top five porn stars, top five categories. What well, what's the top? What's the top five in China? Uh, I've got Japan. I don't see China yet. Of course you don't see China. Canada. Yeah, there could be people that are firewalling it and they could tell, though. France, Germany, (laughs) Italy, Philippines, Australia, Mexico, Brazil. There's all sorts of statistics and insights in here. It's actually kind of intriguing, I'll be honest, as I scroll through here. Just from a raw numbers standpoint. Let's see. There were 42 billion visits to Pornhub, it says on here in 2019. 39 billion searches performed. 6,597 petabytes of data transferred. Jesus. <laughs> That's a lot of porn. <laughs> now, now that I mentioned the incest thing earlier, seriously, is I'm just thinking of this as a from a logical point. Is there anything wrong with incest if you use precautions like condoms and birth control? Because the only negative thing about incest is the weird flipper babies that you can make. It's culturally taboo. Yeah. I know it's culturally taboo, but is there anything other than that that's wrong with it if you take those precautions? Just from a logical standpoint, I'm thinking. That's all. Hey, so here it says the top. (laughs) Typically, no. Yeah. Uh, so the top searches that define 2019, number eight is Apex Legends in their top and their searches that define 2019, Bachman. Go Apex Legends. Number five is cosplay. Really? Oh boy. Just general the word cosplay, huh? Yeah. All right. People Most like costumes. For porn stars. Uh, search for male porn stars. Good. These aren't the fun. Oh, here you go. Top 20 countries by traffic. The United States is number one. Oh, of By course. That's the margin. one category we'll always be number Dude. one in. There's yes. a new number hey. two this year, though. <laughs> yes. hey. Oh, new number two. New number two. Yes. Hey. Japan is it Canada? Is now number oh, Japan. two. United Who? Kingdom Canada? fell to number three. You said huh. Canada's number two? Canada's number four. Oh, Canada. <laughs> I don't know the UK's national anthem. Do they have one? Isn't it God Save the Queen? Probably. Is that a song? I thought it was just a saying. There's a song, too. I think it's both. Here you go. Time spent per visit in the United States. States that last (laughs) the longest and states that last the shortest. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. Uh, So where do all our states come in, I wonder? uh, It's only showing like the top 10 on on longest and shortest. Uh, Idaho is in the shortest, is the second to shortest with 10 minutes and 23 seconds. Do you see North Carolina or West Virginia up there? West at all? Virginia is number eight on the last, the longest at ten minutes and fifty nine seconds. And no North Carolina. North Carolina so it's a difference is somewhere of like fifty between, seconds. Yeah. <laughs> North Carolina must be somewhere in between. The average visit duration is ten minutes and thirty six seconds on Pornhub. Chris, let's 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 uh, let's just keep all things perspective. 
all those pills people be popping up in West Virginia that makes them, you know, a little bit numb so they can last longer. <laughs> it's it's it sl- fascinating. It slows the game from, down just a little bit. Fascinating from a from a just data perspective here. I mean, there's not so much more we can get Indeed. into without going into territory we were not supposed oh. to be in. In regards, you know, it'd be funny. Is it the like the the people that did the Masters of Sex studies? like back in the 70s and 80s, if they had Pornhub's data, like the yeah. things that they could have extrapolated if they had fucking five years with a Pornhub data, like dear God. <laughs> okay, that's fascinating. They did a breakdown of traffic by phone, desktop, and tablet. 76.6% of traffic on Pornhub is on the phone. So you guys are well, fapping in the bathroom at work, aren't you? Well, they said, you know, the screen started getting bigger as soon as you realized you could watch porn on them. 16, 16.3% of traffic on the desktop and 7.1% on the tablet. We are up 7% in phone traffic this year. Fascinating. Hmm. 81% of users in the United States use their phones. Yes, I would think you wouldn't want to use a touchscreen well, while you're, you're masturbating. Muted. I don't <laughs> even have a tablet. Well, only 7% of users in the United States use a tablet for consuming porn. If they go to Pornhub, at least. Fascinating stuff, guys. Willie, I'm glad you brought that up because we got to go from video game insights to browser insights (laughs) to just weird stuff people get into. And we kept it actually clean enough that you could have this conversation in relatively polite company because we didn't get into any of the dirty aspects of it. Just what people search for. Hey, if there's anything I do know is that suspenders are sexy. Misty, keep it up. There you go. Willie, thank you for sharing all those porn statistics and and things with us. We appreciate it. PlayStation number one. (laughs) North Carolina, somewhere in the middle. Sorry, Willie. I do all right. You do all right. Bachman, what do you got for us? I just got a couple of little things. Uh, There was a nice little thing coming out from comicbook.com. Marvel's doing a new... uh, They've been doing a couple of miniseries in a weird way where instead of doing like issues one through six of a miniseries they'll do a six issue miniseries but put them out as six different one shots with a different character name on each one so like the 2099 event right now is 2099 alpha then like 2099 spider-man 2099 doom 2099 punisher then 2099 omega and they're doing the same thing with a thing they're calling the annihilation scourge which i just picked up my first two issues of this week and there's been a big event going on in a silver surfer black where uh, Norn Rad's been going through some changes. Uh, for those that don't know, really, I mean, Surfer's one of those old school characters that hasn't, you know, up and down with the cosmic power scale, but hasn't really gone through massive changes as a character by comparison to, like, you know, all the weird shit that's happened to Spider-Man over the years. And, like, he's been, you know, sent back in time, fought Noel, been sucked through a black hole, been doing a bunch of crazy shit with him lately. The, the writers and team over there seem to be having a bunch of fun. But now, as he's being pushed into the Annihilation Scourge event, Apparently, he battled the Revengers in the Cancerverse, which is the Cancerverse's version of the Avengers, and then ran into Robert Reynolds. For those that don't know, Robert Reynolds is the human identity of the Sentry, the character who like went batshit crazy and tore Carnage into pieces and kind of disappeared. And apparently, he's been over wrecking hell in the Negative Zone, but somehow he's doing that without the powers of the Sentry, so I'm not sure exactly how that's, that's happening. strange. Yeah, so in classic old-school crazy Marvel fashion, um, because I guess Surfer was intangible at the moment and like couldn't do anything, and so a powerless Reynolds and an intangible Surfer merged their bodies cre- together to create the Silver Sentry oh, hybrid. Geez. 
that apparently will be showing up in Annihilation Scourge and Annihilation Scourge Omega number one. So yeah, just uh, the shot of it looks really crazy because he's on the surfboard, but now he's got the long century hair and he's rocking a cape. And instead of being all silver, he's got like a rainbow effect going on it. So the the oh, coloring cool. it looks like it looks like some classic crazy nineteen sixties Marvel stuff. So it's just gonna be a funny one to keep an eye on. But yeah, I think because uh, I picked up the the Nova issue and the Alpha issue, so I'm gonna check those out and see if it's worth reading the rest of them. So I'm reading the 2099 event, which has been pretty cool so far. Um, Marvel had one little thing uh, as they've been, you know, shutting things down with all the Netflix shows. They had the auction for the uh, Daredevil show a while ago, and I guess right now the uh, Jessica Jones auction is going on. And like the first image is awesome because it's literally the suit of the Purple Man next to Jessica's like jeans and her leather jacket. So someone's going to end up owning like two very iconic fucking outfits from a really cool series. So if you got an extra little bit of spare cash and you want to want to rock a a David Tennant purple man suit from the evilest character he's ever going to play in his life. It looks like it's available right now. And I just got it. Who's going (laughs) to get Jessica Jones pants? Willie. (laughs) Well, it's probably going to be a little bit cheaper than that uh, that Apple computer you're going to order. And then um, I, I did not pay too much attention to the, the video game awards other than catching the live interview they did with Mirage from Apex Legends, which was pretty cool. Because as they did that interview live on the video game awards, Apex then launched the Hollow Days event where they have the Mirage City takeover of part of the new Meltdown map. And they basically launched their Christmas event during the video game awards and started a new play mode. They put up all of their Christmas loot. They put up the, the new Christmas store. Everybody has Christmas skins. Like they did all of that during it. And then that night, the one other tweet that apex put out was that they were uh, real happy to have one multiplayer game of the year winner apex legends. So I didn't look at any of the other categories because honestly, I don't care, but yeah, apex legends won multiplayer game of the year because they kick ass and it's a really fun game. And then uh, there was a little trailer that came out. I don't know if y'all caught it, but uh, the, a little movie's coming out called Stranger Things Semicolon Ghostbusters. <laughs> either either so, you catch that trailer. I think one of the best comments I saw, and this was a dude that was legit saying his kid, he watched the trailer with his kid, and his kid was like, why do the Stranger Things kids have Ecto-1? And he had to be <laughs> like, okay, I guess I can sort of see where they're coming from here. Yeah, Finn Wolfhard's gonna have to work hard to get that like that Stranger Things like vibe off of him as an actor because the kid's a great actor. Like he's done some really cool stuff. But yeah, seeing Paul Rudd as like a science teacher in a world thirty years removed from the Ghostbusters, like I'm in. I'm fucking interested. I I don't know if it's gonna be as good as one and two, but the fact that when they said they were remake or doing another sequel, I was not happy. And then when Kevin Smith announced it and said, no, it's Jason Reitman that's doing it. Okay, I'm in. If the son of the original director, the kid who grew up on the sets of Ghostbusters 1 and 2 is now going to direct Ghostbusters 3. Okay, I'm good. Like, if anybody's going to get it right, it's going to be him. He's not going to fuck up his dad's legacy. I do have some questions from this trailer, though. Quest. How do people just forget that ghosts ran amok in New York City twice? They just forgot it. How many millennials right now know about the bombing of the Trade Center? Not 9-11. The bombing of the World in Trade the 90s. Center. In the 90s. That was a huge fucking thing. Mm-hmm. 40 years ago. 
Well, you I can't go understand ask, that. You can't go ask anybody in a high school right now about that, and they would not be able to tell you when it happened or what it was about. Well, because it's overshadowed by the actual falling of the towers. I can, I kind of see that though. But, but I mean, still overshadowed. It was a big event, but it also wasn't a world-shattering event. So if there were ghosts and then it never happened again, eventually people would just fucking forget. Well, it's also my same problem with Star Wars. Like, it's only been twenty years. Yet everyone just forgot that Jedi were a thing. They were everywhere. Well, How many people actually do Jedi? Yeah, remember, the Jedi were in their enclave on Coruscant. They rarely went out in the world except to do missions until pretty much the Clone Wars when they were generals on the front lines. So the Jedi were already kind of mythic and not really well known yeah. by the galaxy the, at large. As The average person had never met or seen a Jedi, even at the height of the Jedi's power. It's something I thought fascinating everyone just knew of them. Though. It's something they're fascinatingly kind of touching on in The Mandalorian a little bit. Like, he's on Tatooine last week. And you would think, oh, there'd be some kind of reference to the farm boy from Tatooine who goes on to yeah. become a Jedi and help overthrow the Empire. There's not even any mention of him. Like, they don't even talk about the Jedi and Luke Skywalker at all in any of it. And you would think he'd be pretty famous, but evidently not. He was on Tatooine? Well, and in all fairness, he'd be famous with the Rebels. He yeah. wouldn't be famous with anybody that oh, was still yeah. following the Empire's way or, like, the Empire guys that hired yeah, him mean, in the first one episode. One would think he would be public enemy number one to the Empire, but... Yeah, for what was least, left of it. Or at least high up there. But it's fascinating in that regard is that they've kind of established in modern Star Wars canon now that the Jedi, especially in a post a prequel trilogy world, are just kind of mythic things that people don't really believe in too much. Remember Han Solo in A New Hope? The Force, psh, some mythic hokey thing or whatever. Uh-huh. Yeah, that's why I was yeah. like, how did people just forget about this? I thought people knew of it. And though. also remember Also, it's a big galaxy and palpatine's propaganda <laughs> machine was at play also yeah but saying even that basically only 20 force years. users didn't exist 20 years of propaganda can do some damage mm. dude look what the nazis did in like four years fair enough <laughs> it's fa- i understand what you're getting at willie but i i sort of understand because there's none left and they were killed yeah. off and then they were made public enemy number one and if the ghost event only happened in New York, it only happened twice over the span of what, like three, four years? Mm-hmm. I mean, so that would basically be written down in history as one event where there was a period of five years where ghosts just went haywire in New York and these four crazy fuckers took care of it. Well, and also, we don't there, really know what happened, but all the ghosts went away. And you'd probably have a bunch of people, remember, there's people that legitimately think the world is flat that are probably going on YouTube that are ghost truthers, like, this was all yeah. a hoax. These guys were trying to make money. They, they made New York City buy into this hoax of ghosts and blah, 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 blah. There was also some light show and a mass hallucination. You know there'd be fucking anti-Ghostbuster truth. All right, all right, I get it now. EPA so it's like would be um, all about it. It's like oh, when yeah. everyone believed Hercule beat Cell in the Cell games in Dragon Ball Z. No, nobody knows what you're talking about. I don't know what you're talking about. I just explained everything. Or I'm sorry, <laughs> Mr. Satan, if you're looking at the original <laughs> I, I, translation. I don't, I don't watch Dragon Ball. But sorry. all I'm going to say is I'm in. That first trailer was interesting. The fucking music was great. I... Seeing Ecto one back is awesome. It's weird that they're like hiding out in Nebraska for some odd reason, and apparently they've got like I don't know where it is, but I mean like they're hiding out in the middle of nowhere, and apparently like whichever grandfather the kids are going to be the grandkids of Spengler. Like just is it Spengler? That's the suit they found in the basement. Was a Spengler suit? Okay, I couldn't remember which suit they saw. So it's all Spengler. Uh, Harold uh, Harold Ramis. Okay, that's what I figured. 
Yeah, that's why. Which yeah, because he's the one that has to be dead. Because well, he's the one that's yeah. actually dead. So mm-hmm. I mean, that would make sense. So, yeah. So it's Egon's grandkids. That, yeah, that find his basement full of weird shit that he's been working on for thirty years. And then that's the other awesome part. We saw that they brought in like the ghost trap that he thought was a replica, and it's an actual real ghost trap. What was Egon working on in that basement for thirty years before he died? That those kids might happen upon when they dig up Ecto One, right? And like, isn't there it a known some really cool tech in there? <laughs> is it a known thing that uh, everyone's coming back to Ernie Hudson, Dan yeah, Aykroyd, yeah. and yeah, Bill Murray? All listed, yeah, everybody's listed on IMDb as their original characters. I think it's been announced that once they decided to do this and Reitman was doing it, he went first to get Dan Aykroyd, and then. Oh, yeah, um, he's on it. Yeah, because, I mean, Ackroyd's got to do it. But Ackroyd helped write the stuff originally, so it makes sense you would go to yeah, him first. Like, he was, Look, yeah, he was this is your writer. baby. Yeah. I want to do more with it, and will you be involved? Yeah, and then they got Winston, and then I think they had to convince, you know, the, the one guy who kind of just does whatever the fuck he wants at the moment, and, you know, they got Bill Murray. So they we're getting three of the original four. So, yeah, I, I don't think it's going to – I think it's going to kick ass. There are people that are complaining. It doesn't look like a comedy like the last one. Was. It's a trailer. You've got one yeah, it's trailer. The first yeah. trailer. And it's that very doesn't show often, any of the original. The, the trailers give you no insight into the full tone of a movie. This is something that's there to so, spark the imagination. You'd be like, what, what's going yeah. on here? But the first trailer of the original Ghostbusters had no comedy in it. Yeah. And also remember, trailers are not made by the studios. Trailers are made yeah. by a third-party company. Yep. And no, sometimes I'm, the director has no control over what's in the trailer. Yeah, which I'm, is also problematic sometimes. I'm fascinated by it. It looks interesting to me. They've already got me on board, but I also have movie pass for a year now, basically. So anything <laughs> yeah. that looks remotely nice. interesting now, I'm like, I'm in. You should go see dark waters. It's on my list. I got to go. Well, we'll get into the stuff I did see as we, uh, the show. there we go. I, me too. I see what you did there. But yeah. I, I'm interested in ghostbusters afterlife. I will definitely be seeing it. I saw the 2016 Ghostbusters. I like part of that. This is basically Ghostbusters 4 or 3, depending on how they end up deciding stuff happened. But yeah, more fucking actual old school Ghostbusters and some Ecto-1. I'm in. Yeah, It's on my list. Sonic's on my list because I want to reward them for fixing it. (laughs) Even though... I don't think it's going to uh, be a good they, movie, but... I was going to say, no, what's on my list? just get fired? What's on your didn't list? Didn't that studio just shut down? The studio got shut what? down, but that's not oh, because yeah. of Sonic. Sad. <laughs> but you know what's on my list? Uh, your kiss, Chris. Your kiss uh, is on my list. Do it. Oh. <laughs> that made it so much worse. For those that aren't watching, you're welcome. Thank God you didn't see that, because... I don't know if I can unsee that. It's a bro moment. Handle it. <laughs> Willie's my bro, bro, damn it. Well, y'all are playing kissy face over here. Chris, close your eyes. All right, what do you my... see? <laughs> don't do Pancakes it. Pancakes and bacon. No, no, no. It's The answer's nothing. Oh. That's my world without you, buddy. <laughs> oh, my <geez>. bro. <laughs> oh, that was oh a, it's getting thick that in was here. A delightful moment. Oh, it's getting thicker at the moment. I can tell you that. Oh, that makes it so much worse. You that started. Made worse. That made it worse. <laughs> you brought that up. All right. Chris, technically. All right. Ah. So, looking at the time, we do need to start wrapping this thing up, shutting it down. Before we shut things down, we have one last segment for you folks who are watching live or listening at a later date. It's called What I'm Into. It's our chance to share with you guys just what kind of geeky and or nerdy things we've been getting into. So that maybe just maybe you'll want to go and check them out yourselves and uh who would like to go first this week 
Don't matter to me. <laughs> well, I'll go first then. We'll make it simple. Uh, went on Friday night to go and see Jumanji the next level. So that's technically the Ooh. third movie in the Jumanji. Yeah, universe. I don't know if I like that. Nice. Uh, I had a lot of fun with it. It is not as good as the last one, but it's still fun. And uh, The Rock tries to do a Danny DeVito accent for a good chunk of the movie, and it, it's not great. And then he forgets to do it at times, it seems like. So it, it's interesting. The whole conceit, if you saw the trailer, is they go back in the game, but not everyone is uh, back in the original bodies they were supposed to be in. So, for instance, Danny DeVito is now The Rock in uh, Jumanji. It leads to some pretty funny moments. But it's good. Not as good as the last one, but that's not to say it's bad. So please don't imply that I'm saying it's a bad movie because I like the last one more. I had a lot of fun with it. I still think it's a mistake for them to come out a week before Star Wars. And I hope that doesn't uh, too negatively impact their box office. Um, can I can I interject with uh, what I'm into with your uh, Jumanji, just with Jumanji part? Uh, so I also saw Jumanji. I actually saw it twice. Uh, once Thursday night with some Piatti. And then Saturday, yesterday, I took my mom out to the movie theaters because she hasn't been to a theater in I don't know how many decades. Wow. Yeah, so it was her first theater. So I took her to the IMAX and all that. And um, yeah, the movie was pretty good. It was all right. Uh, it, it's helping me win this week in the uh, Fantasy Movie League. I can tell you that. Do and you also. Think, sorry, oh, go real ahead. quick. Do you think the last movie is better than this one? Yeah, it's, it's better. Not say it's like, you know, don't go see this. It's just the first one was just right. a little bit better. And that was the same thought that I had. I was like, oh, this was fun. I think I enjoyed the last one a little bit more because it was fresher. Yeah. Because Still fun movie. It's still a fun movie, and I'm pretty sure they're going to get a third based off of the odd final scene. Oh, do you mean a fourth? I don't like this whole, yeah. this is the third movie. It's the, the, it's the trilogy. <laughs> like, no, I don't want to go like that. Because like, they only mentioned the first the original Jumanji in the, in the last one. It's just by saying, like, what's his name? Uh, Robin Williams' character was he or uh, whatever. Alan Parrish yeah. or yeah. Parsons or something. That, I, that, that's just a call, a little tiny callback. It doesn't. It's just saying, hey, the original movies. You know, it was something we're acknowledging. That's all it was. Right. And I, I don't. I, like, I do need to give some credit here because I'm not normally a Kevin Hart fan, and I really enjoyed him doing his Danny Glover impersonation. Yeah. In the first part of the movie, I was like, okay, this is I'm pretty Miles Walker. Did I die? Become a muscular Boy Scout. <laughs> and I also want to say that ostriches, <laughs> the new character uh, played by Aquafina. Don't ask me to spell it because it's a weird spelling. Still like her. <laughs> Just a weird spelling of Aquafina. Yes. Um, you might know. I know her. I remember she looked so familiar. I remember mostly from that show on Hulu, Future Man. Mm-hmm. She was uh, with uh, Paul Shears like that in the, you know, the cashier thing in that shop. But um, with her hair pulled back through most of the movie. I kept looking because I was like, who is this person? I had to look it up afterward. I was like, is that because she looked like someone else to me? But it's like, no, she's not Asian, but this girl's Asian. What is it? This, I was like, is this Miley Cyrus? Because she looks like Miley Cyrus. I was looking at her because I just watched The Night Before, one of my favorite, my favorite Christmas movies. Right. And Miley Cyrus is in it as Miley Cyrus. And was, she has you know, her hair pulled back in that too. And like they have... They look so similar with both their hair pulled back. They're like their 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 chins, the jaws, how they're mm. a little bit puffy. You know what I mean? And their eyes—they're just like they look super similar. Mm. And also, one of the best jokes of the night before is, um, "Thank you so much, Molly Cyrus. You're also Molly Cyrus. Like, can you stop calling me Molly Cyrus? What do I call you, Hannah?" 
<laughs> That's the best joke. He's like, I'm just fucking with you. <laughs> yeah. So Jumanji's a lot of fun if you get a chance to go and see it. And I can't help myself. Sometimes Karen Gillan says a line and I just hear Nebula and not her character from. Uh, oh, shit. It is her. Yeah. Yeah. I never yeah. put that together. Yeah. I get lost in Nebula. That's just Nebula to me. Yeah, Willie's quick, people. She she looks so very different as Nebula because the way yeah. the character is that you don't realize that uh, was Ruby Roundhouse in Jumanji is portrayed by the same oh, actress until occasionally no. she says something the exact same way and you're like that Nebula would and you're like holy shit yeah they are the same that is the same actor doing both roles so it is Amy on, Bond. pretty fun. Hold on. Yes. She doesn't shave her head for the nebula? She did uh, the first time. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, not she did anymore. The most recent time. Where do you put all that hair? Inside a skull cap? Yeah. But I, a skull cap, I mean, the hair still has volume. Yeah, that's how good they are at doing that shit now. Wow. I'm, I'm just amazed. All of that down under her, the, like the cybernetic looking part of her head now. It's actually just her hair layered and like matted down. Right. I think I'm just like, amazed. That's all. Guardians 1 and 2, I think she shaved her head for. I can't remember. Yeah, because Guardians won the big reveal when they brought the cast out at um, San Diego Comic-Con where she took her wig off Mm -hmm. and showed that she had a bald head because she had actually shaved her head clean to play the role. Yeah. Which was kind of nuts. Yeah, which was kind of nuts for a a female in Hollywood. (laughs) The bald brotherhood knows no sex. Brotherhood is just like mankind. (laughs) So other stuff I've been getting into. Just watched episode six of The Mandalorian this morning. People that are complaining that the Mandalorian has no overarching plot, you need to realize the overarching plot is he's like a wanderer. And that's what yeah, he does. And is he wanders into things and gets involved in them. The overarching plot is him trying to survive in a world like that. And slowly becoming a better person. Yes. And the overarching plot is wolf and cub. Yeah, well, that's yeah. what the overarching plot is. And it's that Bill Burr is now a part of Star Wars. Yes. <laughs> that's fair. <laughs> Did you realize it was Clancy Three Brown? episodes. Oh, as soon as I looked at him, I wasn't sure. But then as soon as he spoke, yep. I'm like, oh, it's fucking Clancy Brown. Yep. Well, yeah, I called Clancy it. As soon as I, uh, uh, the Kurrigan from Highlander. Uh, Lex, Luthor Lex Luthor from Superman, the animated series. Uh, the I, no, I military general from the Flash TV show and the Punisher. Uh, he's been in a bunch of shit. He's, the dad, Todd, he's Clancy Brown. I don't get that. His real name is Clancy Brown. He's the actor Clancy Brown. Well, I thought you just said his name was something else. Bill Bill something. What? No, I was talking about somebody else. Bill oh. Burr played May Mayfair Mayweather, whatever. The guy with all the pistols. The big devil looking dude with the horns was Clancy Brown. Shawshank oh! Redemption also. Yeah, Shawshank Redemption, the dad from okay. Pet Cemetery 2. The voice of Surtur and Thor Ragnarok. Yeah, awesome in everything he's in because he's I didn't know you were talking Clancy about two different Brown. people. That's why I was Yeah, no, two different people, sorry. Yeah, it was fascinating. Yeah, no. And, and of the, the Hitman Squad, yeah. And the actress who played the Twi'lek has now been in Harry Potter, Game of Thrones, and Star Wars. So how cool is who, that? Who is that? Okay. I was trying to look she her. She was I didn't... Tonks in Harry Potter, and I can't remember who she was in uh, Game of Thrones. Oh my god, that was Tonks? That was Tonks. Who the... F- is Tonks. The one that shit. marries uh, 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 Remus. The yeah, or the, who can change her face. Yeah, she's the one that does all the shape-shifting in the book yeah. and did a little bit of it in the movie. She's the Metamorph Magus, I think is what it is, or something like that. Yeah. The goth-looking chick? Yes. Oh. If it's the same person I'm thinking of, because as of last week, you guys know I make mistakes. <laughs> oh. Yes, she is a Twi'lek in uh, uh, Mandalorian this week, which was surprising. I didn't God, realize it was her I, under the makeup. God, goth girls just... just where, where is that in the Pornhub list? Just goth. 
I, did, I didn't look. And uh, oh, sure it's- Baby Yoda continues to have delightful moments. And yes. they have two episodes left. But I do have to say I enjoyed the fact Wait, what? That two There's only eight episodes? There's only eight episodes. The fuck, Disney? And Dave oh, Filoni, again. Dave Filoni is officially in the Star Wars universe now, if you watch that episode. Dave Filoni... Uh, Rebecca, uh, Deborah Chow and uh, the director Rick Fu, I can't say his last name the three X-Wing pilots, that was the three directors of uh, episodes of Mandalorian. So Dave oh my Filoni god, is in I didn't Star even Wars. realize that was Dave Filoni because he didn't Wait. have his fucking cowboy yeah. hat on Dave Filoni's Wait. in Star Wars now Was that Bryce Dallas Howard then too? Uh, Bryce Dallas Howard was not in that one She has, oh. but she has directed an episode I guess she had her kids on set and they, her kids had to keep the baby Yoda secret too She's like, I didn't oh, think they'd damn. be able to do it. I'll bet I'm that sorry, was I'm difficult. Just, I'm just thinking back of Bryce Dallas Howard in um, uh, was that uh, M. Shyamalan movie, oh, no. The Village, Lady in the Water. Oh, I Who's thought you meant the good one. And then uh, last thing I'm the getting Village into, is the good one by comparison. Yeah. <laughs> so last thing I've been getting into uh, Pokemon Sword. I got to do some raiding with Willie and my wife last weekend. That was fun. We hit oh, a yeah, bunch we did, of uh, stuff three together. And I am up to 67 hours in Pokemon Sword right now. I've put in way too much time. I raid way Filthy too much. casual. I just come home after work, and when we're <laughs> sitting on the couch casual. doing other stuff, I'm doing Dynamax <laughs> raids just so I can level stuff up. It's It's been a lot of fun, but that's what I've been getting into. Uh, Bachman, what have you been getting into, sir? Uh, also watching uh, The Mandalorian, which is fucking awesome. Yeah, the, the cast on this show is just insane. Fucking Nick Nolte, Bill Burr, Gina Carano, Ming-Na Wen, Clancy Brown now. Taika Waititi. Fuck, I, fuck, I love the show. Yeah, Taika Waititi is well, the, the IG. He was the, the IG-86 IG or IG-11. IG-11. Yeah. Oh, IG-11, the and robot. He directed, mer- he directed two episode. episodes. I can't. Yep. He re- he's directing the finale and what was it, episode two, I think Taika did? That sounds right. Eight episodes. I'm still disappointed in that. Yeah, fuck it. So, so many great actors that have gotten on that show. I love the fact that all the people they're bringing in the Star Wars universe. It's just so cool. But yeah, watching that, um, I watched uh, Six Underground, the new Ryan Reynolds Netflix movie, which was kind of cool. The idea of a billionaire that kills himself and then goes and finds specific people with specific skills and fakes their death to make them all part of basically uh, an underground black ops team. And it's just a crazy blow up Michael Bay adventure movie. And it's kind of like the best blow up Michael Bay movie I've seen in 10 years. Like, it's, it's exactly what you expect it to be. And it's really Amazon? entertaining. Uh, Netflix. 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 Okay. And what's yeah. it called again? Six Underground. Six Underground. I'll look that yeah. up. It's Ryan Reynolds being Ryan Reynolds and a great cast of almost basically unknowns. And it's a really entertaining film. It was actually, I was way more enthused with it than I thought or entertained by it than I thought it was going to be when it started. I was like, okay, this looks like it might be okay. But yeah, it's some good, good old-fashioned Michael Bay blowing shit up, which you know is always good. And then um, I am getting close to, I believe I am, yeah, I have twelve pages left in Game of Thrones: The Clash of Kings, finishing up the second book finally. So I don't think I'm going to hit my sixty books for the Goodreads challenge for the year, but I'm damn close. I'm over fifty some odd. Uh, been playing a bunch of uh, Dead by Daylight, playing a bunch of uh, Apex Legends, getting the new Hollow Days event. The Mirage got his first uh, town takeover. It's the third uh, takeover they've done. And uh, they launched all of their Christmas stuff, which has been really cool. They have a basically attack and take the train mode where three teams drop in, where the train that's in meltdown is in a circular pattern. 
and it, your plane basically captured the flag with a Christmas train. So that's been really fun. Played a bunch of that with my buddy yesterday, who I haven't actually played games with in years because he's always working weird hours. Was on with uh, him and his two kids, and he kicked one of the kids off and took actually got on his own account and played by himself for the first time in a while. So that was actually fun. We did that for a couple of hours and tore through a bunch of XP, which I think I'm now up to Battle Pass level 100, which also means I need to quit playing so much Apex and get on some goddamn Dead by Daylight, because on Dead by Daylight, I'm like level 32 out of the 70 levels of that Battle Pass, and I'm level 100 out of the 110 levels on the Apex Battle Pass. So yeah, I, I need to focus on one and stop playing the other one so much. Uh, playing a little bit more of a, the No Man's Sky after the synthesis release, and honestly, I did a couple hours of fucking Anthem. Whoa. They did Ice Tide, which is their new their version of Christmas. Um, Fort Tarsus is covered in snow and Christmas lights and wreaths, and they put up a bunch of you know new challenges and like they're like races and uh, a bunch of stuff in free play and new uh, Christmas themed events. And the, yeah, they call it the Ice Tide. It's their version of the Christmas events in Anthem. And they took what were a bunch of unfucking indescribably grindy, awful challenges that they had during the season of skulls for Halloween, and they cut them down to about one tenth of the amount of fucking annoying grindiness to where they look like they might actually be doable by the 70 or 80 people that are left playing Anthem. So it looks like the Ice Tide stuff might actually be a little fun. But yeah, I did a couple hours of Ice Tide, and they finally gave. Um, the crafting system in Anthem has also been one of the biggest complaints in the game because as you get embers, you you know you got rare embers, you could craft a rare item. You got uh, uncommon embers, you could craft an uncommon item. And there was no such thing as legendary embers, so you could never at any point craft the legendary weapon or gear or anything that you're trying to actually get once you're at endgame trying to you know max gear your character. And they finally put a thing in the game where you can earn a new type of coin that each one of those coins, I think you can earn one a day, or maybe there's just specific things you can do to get one, at least at least one a day. But those coins can be turned in now at the tombs of the Great Fallen Soldiers, and you can choose which type of ember you want to use to uh, combine with those coins to now craft legendary items. So it's still RNG, like it's not guaranteed, but they finally added in the ability to craft legendary items that, let's be honest, Anthem should have had from the start. So it's one more of the things that they should have had from the beginning that they finally added. But yeah, it's honestly the game is getting better. I mean, if if you see it on a Christmas sale for five bucks, you know, pick it up. It's it's worth five bucks to fly around Bastion. It's kind of fun. I'm I'm still not happy as much money as I spent on it, but eh, it it could definitely be worse. Glad At I least spent they're improving. My five bucks on it. Yeah, <laughs> five bucks. Five bucks is not bad. And then um, I kind of had my mind blown this week because I had a package show up in the mail and. I got to say, it is weird as fuck to see your own artwork turned into a card game because I got my copies of Pacifist and it's insane. Seeing scribbles from my sketchbook show up on, you know, in a box from Amazon, actual fucking finished, done, you know, market ready fucking card game that is just awesome and fun to play. And yeah, getting getting these cards in the mail, getting freaking, you know, I got my little, you know, rule book that's got my my shout out in it for doing the art on it. And it's got shout outs for also the people that backed on the Kickstarter in there. And then, yeah, I got all these cards. And yeah, seeing seeing some stupid thing that I drew in my sketchbook that then I cleaned up on my computer and it's now the backing of cards and then all the artwork that we did on every individual card 
There's 165 cards in this deck, and every one of them has different artwork. There are no repeats. It's insane to see this. Like, it showed up, and it just... Like, I knew it was coming. Like, I worked on it for, like, three years. It wasn't a surprise, but it just fucking blew my mind. So, yeah, another big thank you to everybody that backed the Kickstarter and everybody that fucking went and, you know, helped spread the word on it and made it. Like, I think that made it made, like, what, like $18,000 on Kickstarter. Like, it did fucking good. And, yeah, now, like, it's the, the packages are arriving. People should be getting them. If you haven't gotten them yet or if you haven't filled out your uh, backer survey, because apparently they've been emailing a bunch of people. Make sure you get your backer survey filled out on Kickstarter if you haven't, because, yeah, Pacifist is on its way, and packages are being delivered. So, yeah, that, that's what I've been getting into. I got my copy as well. It's sitting upstairs at my dining room table. It's just it's just crazy. Go ahead, Willie. Show it. You know you want to. I know you're holding oh, it in your I'm hand. I'm waiting for something. Oh, what, what are you waiting for? <laughs> waiting for Chris to, to say, Willie, what you been getting into? Ah, Hey, Willie, what have you been getting into? God, yes, Chris. I got pacifist right here. My copy. That's what I've been getting into. I've been waiting on you to say that. Yeah. It's, uh, I like the packages. It's nice. I hope I'm not shaking too much things up. Destroying stuff, you know, damaging it. That's a nice uh, sound to it. It's packaged pretty well. Oh, that, little, that little insert does does a good job of keeping the cards separated. Uh, ooh, it kind of messed up a little bit there, but it's still good. Oh, one of the cards are in my instruction booklets. Get out of there! He's you. breaking stuff. No, nah, it's not broken. <laughs> it's just misplaced. Um, other than that, I uh, went to the theater, saw Jumanji. Who's Jumanji? Who's Jumanji? Uh, Isn't that Dollar's boy? <laughs> I had a cousin who had that. <laughs> Did well, I kill him inadvertently by talking slow, like he always said I would? <laughs> <laughs> it is good. It is a good movie. Um, and I'm glad to see there's an Asian Miley Cyrus in the movie. <laughs> Seriously, look at look at it. It looks so similar. Uh, I've been playing um, some more Dead by Daylight. I've been playing some Pokemans. Um, playing for the free weekend, Fallout 76. I'm not going to get it. Somebody, uh, my friend that got me to download the free weekend to play with them, um, they said, it's only $12 on eBay. I'm like, first of all, eBay? What? I don't buy games off of eBay. Oh. Second of all, I'm not going to get this game on principle alone. Just how terrible they make their games principle <laughs> i can't do it i'm not gonna not break fair. that not giving them money fair enough oh i did forget about something we all watch crisis right crisis no. has been awesome oh yeah i did watch crisis and, did. am i able to even see it on hulu you, you can watch it all on the cw app use the free cw i don't app. have it i don't have the cw i can't get the cw app you don't own a computer i don't i don't i want to watch it on my tv i don't want to watch it on my computer well, that's personal preference. You have access to it. You're refusing to watch it. That's not the same thing. Well, why don't they make their stuff widely available? It's the same problem as DC Universe. Where I think that was the stream that was called. Because they're not Disney. <laughs> Let's see. Or Netflix. The CW app is yeah. available on Apple TV, Roku, Chromecast, Fire TV, Fire TV Sticks, 
Xbox One, iOS devices, Android phones, and Windows tablets. And for some damn reason, I, yeah, we can't get it on our Sony Playstations, which is stupid. Because I would like to have the CW app Does on your my TV Sony allow PlayStation. Casting? No. Okay. Yeah, it's it's Maybe. I don't know what to tell you. I don't know. I haven't looked that into that. If you can cast, you could just pull, start on your phone and then cast it to your TV and problem solved. Truth. True. Um, what was I talking about? Dead by Daylight, Pokemans. Oh, it was Fallout 76. And also, um, since uh, Titanfall 2 was the uh, free game this month for PlayStation Plus, uh, a lot of my friends were re- going downloading it. I'm not going to download it because I already had the disc. So I just put the disc in uh, one night, or I think Thursday night, and I just let all the updates happen to it overnight. And apparently it was still installing it when I clicked on it yes last night. Jesus. Good luck. Well, I, I, I don't think it did I don't think it even started the install till I started my PlayStation yet last night. So oh. it already had everything downloaded, just the install thing. So when I clicked on it, it's a eighty eight percent install installing. And with that <laughs> rest of it, it was, it was like five minutes maybe of installing. Maybe probably less than that. Well, that's not too bad. Yeah, so it was like from eighty-eight to one hundred percent, about you know less than five minutes. So I don't think it was from still all the downloadings. Although it did say when I was right before I was leaving, I was checking on Thursday night. I was checking the the download speed or whatever. It said ninety-nine plus hours. Oh, good lord! I think it's because I was just got off of playing online, and of course I'll slow it down. Yeah. So, but uh, yeah. So so as soon as I shut it down, it was still downloading in the background. And then, what else? I don't think I got anything else. Still, still love Doom Patrol. Still a great show. Oh, and uh, my buddy gave me access to Disney Plus, so I'm all caught up on Mandalorian. Nice. So that's so you can say that's a plus. Oh this dear God! I see what he did there. Oh man, you're giving me flashbacks to Ugandan uh, Knuckles. Do you know the way? This is the way. This is the way. Oh, thank you. I have spoken. Uh, yeah, but yeah, Mandalorian is just wolfing cub. That's all it really is. But it's sure damn fun. Oh, yeah. No, there's nothing wrong with it. Yeah, I was. It's, Mandalorian is just a good show. It, uh, I'm not really I'm not really that much into Star Wars, but the Mandalorian is just a good show regardless of anything. It's a good show set in the Star Wars world, basically, is what yeah. you've got. Yep. Yeah, regardless of all that other Star Wars stuff, it's just a good show to watch. And, and heads up, Mandalorian, the new episode drops on Wednesday this week because they're pretty sure people are going to be busy on Friday. What happens Friday? The new Star Wars comes out. Oh, yeah. Um, I already got my ticket for Thursday. So, so Mando comes out on Wednesday this week so that you can go and see Star Wars on Friday. Uh, Chris, hmm. you want to check your Regal app? Because the um, the least theater I, I have near me is doing a I forget what they call it, a fan event okay. for Star Wars Thursday. Uh, my tickets were almost the my theaters were almost sold out. I I had to get a handicap seat thing. I'm probably not going till Friday, so fair enough. I just want to let you know is it five o'clock for me? Yeah, I'm probably not going until Friday after Hannah gets home from work. So I just want to let you know about it. Yeah. You get like a free large popcorn with the ticket and also a uh, pen. Does that even include if you use the movie pass version of the ticket? I wonder. It's a like a five dollar something surcharge. That's not terrible. Okay. Yeah, so, yeah. For the fan event, you get a free popcorn, which 
that takes care of that five dollars and then some. Yeah, exactly. Interesting. Well, that's like ten bucks by itself, right, isn't it? It's exciting stuff. Willie's the one that cares least about Star Wars, and you're gonna see it the first out of all of us. Well, someone invited me, and I, I, the one bad thing about that Regal app, I can't sit beside the, my uh, my friend because there's all the seats that were available were only on the front row. And mm. they were all, and you cannot you cannot sit beside a seat that's already taken. Apparently, you have yeah. to leave at least two seats. I'm like, what if my friend already has a ticket and I want to sit beside him? I yeah, can't. That's, that's dumb. Yeah, yeah I, like, I my seat my theater doesn't do reserved seats like that, so I haven't run into oh, it. Yeah, my uh, I love reserved seats. Than mine. I love reserved seats. That's why my theater was on the cheapest of the regal tiers. <laughs> and I was feeling bad because I was taking it was like it was like a, a per, like a regular seat and a handicap seat. I guess to sit beside a handicap seat, uh, you know, spot for a wheelchair. And I mean, I felt a little bad, but then I was like, my gout's actually flaring up, so this might actually work in my favor. <laughs> yeah, and less stairs, a little room to move around, better. Love it when a plan yeah. comes together. Well, no, these these uh, th- this theater has plenty of room to move around. They have recliner seats anyway. Nice, except for in the IMAX theater. So I'm jealous. The, I think the fan. The fan one is not the IMAX screening, which I'm all right with. I mean, because I'll probably go see it again in IMAX just to see it in IMAX, see what you know, see how good it is. You know, you know what I mean, right? You want to experience it. I understand what you are saying, sir. You're picking up what I'm putting down. I am picking up what you just My put dick. down there. Oh. <laughs> He's Tied. digging what you dug. My dick in his ass. All right, we're done. Whoa, with this. whoa, so much whoa. <laughs> <laughs> you, 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 I'm just going off what you're saying, man. You brought this on. I didn't do that. <laughs> oh, and uh, as a Christmas gift, um, someone let me order some new shoes because I've never, I've never been into shoes all that much. I pretty much wear the same shoes everywhere until they're dead, and then, mm-hmm. then I get a new pair of shoes and wear those till they're dead. I'm, I'm actually, I actually got some Converse. I've never owned Converse before. So I'm high tops or low tops? High tops. Nice. Old and Chuck customs Taylor. too. Uh, you can customize. You can go on the website and customize the shit out of it. Whatever oh, you, you got. Want, whatever. You got the custom ones. What do they look like? Goku shoes, pretty much. Oh, nice, nice. They have that like the the tongue of it, that that orange, and I and like the the lining of it's like that blue, that, na- that weird navy blue, or like that no, that pop out blue, and the laces are navy blue. Nice. So it's nice. gonna be nice. I like it. That should be fancy. Well, guys, that all being said, thank you so much for joining us today for this episode of the All Things Good and Nerdy podcast. Don't forget, we stream this live every Sunday, 11 a.m. Eastern, 10 a.m. Central, over on Geeks.Live. That is the official streaming home of the Gonna Geek Network. Before we shut this thing down, you guys have any final thoughts for our wonderful listeners and viewers? Congrats uh, to Respawn on their Apex win. Yes, I want to say um, I want to give somebody an injury card. Uh Concussion. That's what you get oh, a concussion. Oh. Ouch. Oh. Two more and you're out. Yep. I haven't played it yet. I can't wait to. I gotta have to get my friends over. It's it's fun. More than that. Bye everybody. Been fun. <laughs> yeah, like Willie said, bye, it's been fun, and I guess we will see you all next week for another brand new episode. Until then, check out all the other good shows. Gonna geek.com, click on the network button. Bye guys. Thanks for listening to this brand new episode of the All Things Good and Nerdy podcast. Don't forget, we'll be back next Sunday live at 11 a.m. Eastern, 10 a.m. Central, over at live.atgnpodcast.com, channel 3 of the Alpha Geek radio app, 
and over at our network home at gunnageek.com slash live. If you have any feedback for the show, please contact us at atgnpodcast at gunnageek.com on our hotline number at 304-806-ATGN, or even better, go to Twitter and send us a message at atgnpodcast. The music you've heard in this show is produced by Kevin McLeod and can be found at incompetech.com.